Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Joy Podcast, your roadmap to a joy-filled life. I'm your host, Catherine McAdam. I'm a nurse practitioner, single mom, worship leader, and a Christian minister who has also experienced the heartache of a marriage to a drug addict, divorce, and homelessness. Most of all, I'm an overcomer who can completely understand what you're going through and speak life into your situation. It is my desire to bring hope and encouragement that you too can live a life of unstoppable joy no matter what life hands you. I'm not here to give you pat answers and cliche scripture verses. I'm here to honestly share with you the mindset hurdles and the spiritual and emotional barriers I had to overcome on my journey to becoming a comeback. I believe as I share my story and those of my guests, you too will be able to find your unstoppable joy. So, pull the chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Hello, lovely souls, and welcome again to another episode of the Unstoppable Joy podcast. As we approach the holiday season and Christmas is around the corner. Can't wait. I have just been thinking about the peace that um, Jesus was supposed to be bringing and just kind of scratching my head about what is this peace on earth, goodwill towards men that Jesus was bringing. I mean, if you think about peace as what the world offers and what they think about peace is the absence of war, the absence of strife. But was that really the type of peace that Jesus had to offer? Is that really what we're celebrating? As we are approaching Christmas, it's around the corner uh, and Thanksgiving is now behind us. A lot of us are busy. We are running around like crazy people trying to get presents and get our house decorated and making sure that everything is just right for that One day for Christmas morning, for that party that everyone will be around the table, for those gifts that need to be wrapped and under the tree. And it's so easy to be caught up in all this busyness. Um, But you know that Jesus said that um, we can come to him when we are weary and heavy laden and he will give us rest. Now, This rest that Jesus offers is a little bit different than some might think. I think he gives us rest, um, that we can rest in him and not feel like we have to be doing all this stuff. There was a story in the Gospels where um, Mary and Martha, they were sisters, and Martha, which I think it's so appropriate that Martha Stewart is named Martha because, you know, she's just like over the top. Um, she can't just have a simple place setting. She's got to have a place card and she's got to have to uh, centerpiece and the centerpiece is going to have to be color coordinated with the table linens and, 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 right? And Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha, her sister, says, Lord, tell my sister to come in here and help me. <laughs> And Jesus says, um, Martha, Mary has chosen the better thing. And so (laughs) this Christmas, as we are very tempted to be over the top and make everything perfect and make everything sparkle and shine and have the perfect gift and the perfect this and that, just we all know there's no such thing as perfection, right? 
Uh, we can try to do things in a way that is pleasing to the Lord and is going to be enjoyed by ourselves and others. But if you run yourself ragged, there is no way you're going to have an enjoyable holiday. But what about this peace that Jesus offers us? You know, when the angels um, were announcing Jesus' birth, um, they said, it says in Luke 2, Then suddenly there appeared with the angels an army of the troop of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. So what is this peace and what is this goodwill towards men? I think it has to go has to do with what Jesus was saying there that come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Jesus came that we might know God, that we might have favor with him and ability to have relationship with him and Jesus was literally that bridge. He literally was the peace that he brought. Um, He brought peace between God and men. And and when it says in Matthew, it says in Matthew 11, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I think he's talking about not only just us who try to do and be all this stuff, um, for our families, but do and be all this stuff for God. You see, in Jesus' day, as, as really in our day too, we have this preconceived idea of what it takes to be good enough for God. We have this idea that we have to have everything all together before we come to the Lord. And I think that's just missing the point. Many times we feel like, before I've heard people say, well, I could never be accepted by God because I smoke or I drink or I do this or I do that. And I need to clean my life up before I come to him. But I feel like that's really missing it. We aren't expected to be perfect when we come to the Lord. And nobody knows this better than I do. It's a journey. We will make mistakes. We will uh, be willfully sinning and God will have to correct us um, from time to time. And it's a journey. It's it's not a destination. It's not like, oh, once you um, accept Christ, you're going to be perfect and you're not going to have any, um, you're not going to have any craving for cigarettes or alcohol or, or whatever it is that is your stumbling block. It could be gambling, it could be shopping too much, it could be gossiping, it could be a number of things. It could be the need for perfection. Whatever it is, God doesn't expect us to be perfect when we come to him. Nor does he expect us to be perfect when we come to him on a daily basis. The scripture says that his mercies are new every morning. I am so grateful for that because man... There are days where I blow it and I need to go to him and ask forgiveness and make things right. In Jesus' day, there was this whole idea that we had to have all these things perfect in order to come into the presence of the Lord. And 
rightly so. Uh, There was all this Levitical law that was handed down from Moses to the Levitical priests. Rules about worship, rules about cleanliness, rules about who was allowed to come into the Holy of Holies and how it, how you were supposed to have done all these sacrifices and and there was rule upon rule upon rule about who could come into the presence of the Lord because he was holy. And not only that, but the religious leaders of Jesus' day had also heaped on even more laws and more rules on how you had to be and act and how you had to worship in a certain way. And when Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I think he had that in mind. I think he had in mind all the rules that had been heaped on people about how they had to be and do and, and, and the, this weight of not only you're a sinful person, but you have to try to do all this stuff to make yourself acceptable to God. You see, when Jesus came, he sacrificed for us so that we didn't have to carry that burden. He came to give us peace, peace between us and God. His sacrifice that he made for us on the cross to forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, it wasn't a partial thing. It was a completely entire life-changing thing. We can't be good enough for God, and that's the point. He knew that we needed him. He knew that we needed him to take our place, to be our peace. There's a man called Don Richardson, and he's written a book called The Peace Child. I had the privilege of hearing this man speak a couple times, and I also uh, read a book by him called Eternity in Their Hearts which is a fascinating book. Also, I mentioned it last year, but I will probably talk about it again this year about being in Thailand and uh, the the tribe that I ministered to there. Um, they really were ministering to me. But anyway, so um, Don Richardson wrote a book called The Peace Child. And The Peace Child is a story of the tribe that he was in in New Guinea and how there was this ceremony amongst these tribes where if ever they were at war between each other and they were like head hunting <laughs> tribes um if ever there was war between them how peace was made was the chief of one of the villages would send over his son his eldest son to live with and to be raised by the chief of the other tribe And as long as the peace child was alive, there was peace. But if the peace child died, then they were at war again. What an incredible story. Uh, Don was able to share the gospel. That was, was his end to share the gospel with these tribes about Jesus being the peace child who never dies. That Though he took our place and died for us, he rose again and he is forever alive. And so Jesus is our peace. He is the peace that came. 
it's not a piece from wars or tragedy or loss. It's a peace with God. And although our circumstances may not be peaceful, we can have peace. We can have peace with God. We can have peace knowing that he's promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And no matter what we're going through, no matter if the economy is bad, if we don't like whoever's in power in the government, if we don't like um, our neighborhood, if we don't like our situation, if we don't like whatever it is, fill in the blank. Our peace does not depend on what's around us. We have a peace, an everlasting peace, a peace that passes all understanding when we set our hearts and our minds on Christ. He has opened the door for us to have uninhibited communion with God. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. Oh, I love it. It is in Psalm 25. Psalm 25 verse 14 says, The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, revere, and worship him, and he will show them his covenant and reveal to them its deep inner meaning. Do you have that sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord? It's something that I just... I just love, I love knowing that I can go to him whenever I'm hurting, whenever I'm happy, whenever I'm confused, whenever I'm needing wisdom, I can go to him and he will always be there for me. He doesn't find fault. James 1 says, whoever lacks wisdom should ask God who gives freely to all without finding fault. When we come to him, he doesn't find fault with us because of what Jesus has done for us, because of the sacrifice made and the the fact that once you are in communion with Christ, once you have accepted him as this all-sufficient sacrifice for your sins, then that opens the door for you to have fellowship with God your loving Heavenly Father, and He wants to know us. He wanted to know us so badly that He was willing to sacrifice His only Son to open up those doors of communication. So come to me, Jesus says, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's not holding your sin against you, and you can never be good enough for God. We need Him. That's why he came. can't be good enough to get our way into heaven. Our good deeds can never outweigh our bad deeds. All of our striving to be perfect, all of our striving to be right with God. When he says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. His peace is an open door to fellowship with God and knowing that you are loved, you are cherished, you are valuable to him. And he longs to know you. (laughs) I love the imagery of Zephaniah 3.17. He rejoices over us with singing. He is so excited to have you in his family. And if you 
want to know Christ, then pray this prayer with me now. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you and I confess that I'm a sinner. I believe that you were born of a virgin, that you were crucified, dead, and buried, and on the third day you rose again, conquering sin and death. I need you to wash me clean. I need a new life. I need you to renew my heart and my mind. Please come and be the Lord of my life and the King of my heart. Bring your peace to my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, or even if you just are renewing your faith in Christ, please reach out to me. I would love to give you a next steps devotional to know what to do after you've accepted Christ. And maybe you are just one of those people like myself who's been so busy running around trying to make things perfect, trying to have this atmosphere of joy and peace in your home and perfection, thinking that everything has to be decorated just right and the meals have to be just so and everything has to be all put together in order for there to be peace and joy around my home at this time of the year. I invite you to open your heart again to Christ and ask him to come in and be your peace and set the mood and set the tone of this year's holiday season. That this is more than just gift giving and decorations and meals, that it's really a celebration of the peace that God has offered us, the peace that he has brought to our hearts, and ask him to be the Prince of Peace of your home. I pray that everyone hearing this podcast today would sense the presence of the Lord in a new way, that as we light the lights of our Christmas trees and as we're decorating our homes, that we are really putting up the decorations of the Lord in our heart, that we're putting on peace, we're putting on the peace of Christ as we deck the halls. We are really just decorating and celebrating and preparing our homes and our hearts for more of Christ and more of what He wants to do in our lives this year. I am so looking forward to spending time with my family and my friends and just rejoicing in what God has done for me. And I hope as you do the same, your joy and your peace spills out over into your world and you're able to share Christ with those around you and give a reason for the hope and the peace that you have in this troubled world. Have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. Hey, before you go, make sure you click and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, make sure you go over to our Facebook group. Unstoppable Joy, your roadmap to a joy-filled life where you can find other like-minded individuals who are also on their journey to finding a life of unstoppable joy. Click the link below or in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Be blessed.